today um, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I'm going to give you just a brief message from this passage, famous passage that you've all heard. But it's going to be very short because we're also going to do a quick uh, missions presentation. It's already been a month, but it feels like forever. And last month uh, we were able to have the privilege of, of sending and um, having go a couple of our members to go visit Cambodia. It's one of those places that we've invested in. And uh, one of our own members are, who's leading uh, teams out there in Cambodia, Paul and Susan, uh, are out there. And they've been there for what, past, I don't know, six, seven years. And so uh, what we want to do is I'll give you a brief message. Um, they'll do a quick report, kind of an update on who they are, where they're going, what they're doing. And then uh, maybe we'll close in a little bit of prayer. And then we'll finish out the service that way today. Okay? So... We're going to do that. And this is a passage that all of you know. It's what we call the Great Commission. I've been there here many times, and you've heard probably sermons, many sermons on, on this passage. But unfortunately, oftentimes when you come to the Great Commission, what we call the Great Commission, you often think about missions. And what I want to tell you is that that's actually not what this passage is about. Listen to this. Jesus says a lot of important things, okay? But in the Gospel of Matthew... He ends with this. This is the last important thing that Jesus says. There's 12 guys around him. He's going to go away. He's not going to come back for a while. And so before he goes, he gives this little band of brothers something to do. And so he says in verse 19, go, go. He's saying this. I came. I went to the cross. I came out of the grave. And now I'm about to go back to my father, and now I want you to go. And as you go, I want you to do at least three things. Three things. What does he say there in our passage? He says this. First, disciple all the nations. Secondly, he says, baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then third, teach them everything that I've commanded. Teach them everything I've commanded. Okay? That's what he says. And this mission, this is what we call the mission or the Great Commission as we know it. I want you to first know this. It isn't given to you. This commission isn't first given to you. Who's Jesus talking to here? He's not talking to the crowds of people that are listening to him and that were following him around. He's talking to 12 guys. He didn't say this to everyone. He said it to a few. Think about this. Can everyone disciple? Maybe. Can everyone teach or preach? Maybe. But can everyone baptize? I, I don't think so, personally. You might, but I, I don't. Jesus isn't commissioning everyone here. He's commissioning 12 guys. They've got a special place. These guys have a special role. That's why they're called later on the apostles. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 29, is everyone an apostle? No. So if you thought this message and this passage is telling you, telling each and every one of you to go out and do some kind of mission work because Jesus said so, you might breathe a sigh of relief because he's not talking to you first. He's talking to the 12 apostles. And that's an important thing to remember. Now here's the second point. What's so special about these 12 guys? 
Well, the apostles literally means messengers. They are the ear and eye witnesses of what Jesus did and said, which simply means they were messengers. They've seen and they've heard the things that Jesus has done and said, and that's what they share. That's why when you read the Gospel of John, how does John open his letter? Well, he says this, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, that life was made manifest as we have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you, right? So that you might have fellowship with us. That's what John says. He's one of those 12 guys. What we have seen and what we have heard. Later on, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 20, that the church is built on the foundation of those apostles. And even later on, the prophets, that Christ Jesus is the cornerstone, but it's the message of the apostles upon which the church is built. And so the apostles laid down the foundation of the New Testament church. Jesus is the cornerstone. Hopefully you've heard this before. Now a foundation, what is that? Once you lay down a foundation, it doesn't need to be laid down again. Everything else is built on it. In other words, the apostles built the New Testament church. Why? Because there were no full-fledged Christian churches during this time. And how were they to build it? By doing three things, discipling people, baptizing people, teaching and preaching his word. You see what's going on here? Jesus commissioned these 12 guys not just to do missions and to go out and, and do some evangelism. That's very important. Don't get me wrong. But they were commissioned to build a church. This passage is not about first missions. It's first about his church. Or to put it this way, the mission for Jesus is his church. To build church. Jesus isn't talking just about making new converts, although that's part of it, an important part. He is talking about making new churches filled with his disciples. The Great Commission is given to the church, it's about the church, and it's for the church. And I want you to think about this. If Jesus didn't give this mission to the apostles, you wouldn't have a church today. We wouldn't be in church today. And it's something that we need to remember, uh, that we are not just doing church in a vacuum, but there is a connection between us and the whole of history of church. We stand on the foundation laid down for us by the apostles and prophets with Jesus as our cornerstone. You see this? And that says now something about how Jesus sees our church. If this commission was one of the important last things he said, it's probably because church is a priority in his heart. It's important to him. And it ought to be important to us. Your local church ought to have priority in your life. It was for him. It was the last thing that Jesus wanted. And it ought to be for us. And so it's not just about trying to be a good Christian wherever you go. It's also about trying to be a good Christian 
who belongs to his church wherever you go. And these things were never meant to be separated. It was so important that St. Augustine later on once said that if you don't have church as your mother, you might not have God as your father. And it practically means this, that at worst, you can't be a Christian without the church. But at best, it's going to be very difficult to be a Christian without the church. And that's why we do missions. Missions is church-based. Missions is from the church. Missions is for the church. And although the work or the commission isn't first given to you, it's given to the church. And as you belong to the church, it is given to us. Secondarily. You see this? It's the work of the church. You see, I know that some of us here, we might not be very interested in Cambodia. You may never visit Cambodia. You may never visit any other place. You may never do mission work because maybe it's just not something in your heart. It's not something that you've burdened, been burdened for, okay? And that's fine. That's fine, right? But you have to understand one thing. There are those people who are burdened for it. There are those people who are called to it. And there are those people who are gifted to it. Gifted. And we have to discern this, okay, between gift and responsibility. Gift and responsibility. You might not have the gift for something, but you ought to have a responsibility to something. For example, there are people who are gifted in giving. They are very generous. They're just naturally, generously always giving. They have a gift of giving. But just because you don't have the gift of giving means you have no responsibility to give. There is a responsibility that we all have to give. There are those people who are gifted in praying. They pray constantly. They pray generously. They pray for others always. But just because you don't have the gift of praying, it doesn't mean you have no responsibility to also pray. The same goes with hospitality. Some people are gifted in hospitality. Their houses are always open. They love to have people come in. But just because you don't have that gift of hospitality doesn't mean you have no responsibility to be hospitable. And it's the same for missions. There are those who have the gift to do missions sent from the church to continue to do and to build church where there are no churches. But at the same time, just because you feel like you're not gifted to do missions doesn't mean we as a church have no responsibility to do missions. Three things I want to end with this uh, with regards to missions as you understand it this way. Number one, when we talk about missions, it's church-based. It's church-based, okay? The commission is not about missions first. It's about the church. It's about building the church and going to build churches where there are no churches. And evangelism and mercy, and they're all part of that, okay? But it is about church. It's church-based. What that means is this. There's no individualism then in missions. It doesn't mean then that one day you wake up and you say, I'm going to do missions. I'm going to be a missionary. Uh, when Paul was sent out, he said he felt called to go to missions, and we had to test him. 
we had, we had to interview him. We had to, we had to discern whether he is really called. We, we don't just get to go and decide because we want to be a missionary. Just like I didn't one day wake up and say, hey, I'm going to be your pastor. Can you imagine that? I walk into your church and I say, hey, I'm, today I want to be your pastor. No, you, you've got you've to be tested. You've you got to have accountability. There's got to be a discernment from the, the body. And so uh, it, it's not a, an individualistic work. It's a church-based work. It's a call that needs to be worked out in a community, okay? The second thing about missions, not only is missions church-based, uh, but we became a church because of missions, and so we want to be a church that supports not just people who want to do mission work, but we also want to support churches and people for churches where there are no churches to do that work. And that includes evangelism, and that includes sharing the gospel and teaching and discipling. That includes mercy, ministry. That includes everything. But we want to, as a church, support those who want to support a local church or even build a new church where there is no church. All right? And last but not least, what can you do? And you've heard this before. There's only two things you can do with the commission. You either go or you send, right? And if you don't feel like you're called to go, then maybe you're called to send. And that's something that we could do as a church, that if we don't go, we could send. And, of course, we want to do both. We want to send people, and we want people to go, okay? Not just part-time, but even full-time, if that's the call. How do you send? Well, we can pray. We could, we could connect. We could support financially. Uh, we could uh, be there for missionaries, uh, for showing hospi hospitableness or hospitality. Uh, there's so many ways we could send, right? And that's something that we want to do and continue to do as a church. Right now, Sojourn Presbyterian Church, we, we support one family um, who some of you may have not even met because maybe you're relatively new, right? But I want you to know this. You, you may never talk to Paul and Susan. You may never even email them. You may never text them, right? But one of the good things that our church has done, at least one good thing that we've done is we're able to go and send Paul and Susan. Think about this. We're a small church. Paul and Susan went out there in Cambodia. He, they're in Phnom Penh. They're in charge of all of Southeast Asia now, right? Through Paul uh, and through MTW, Mission to the World, he has been able to connect with various different pastors, local, indigenous, and otherwise. He's been able to make a, a relationship with local indigenous churches that they're trying to build and various ministries that are trying to help the community, not just in Cambodia, but in Vietnam, in, in Thailand, Myanmar, uh, various different places. So I, I, I want us to think more outside the box here because we think, well, Sojourn, what are we doing? And we're looking at ourselves, right? But the fact that we're able to send someone out and he's doing through us and through our support much, much bigger things, that's the impact that the church has had. That's what we've done. And that's something that we ought to not only take pride in, but to take care of. Right? It's a good thing. Right? 
Now, I'm not saying that everyone go to missions here, because if you all did, I wouldn't have a church, right? But there are those who are. And the best we could do is to send and to pray and to connect. And so that's what we're working on today. And so last month, and we do it every year in January, we try to put some teams together, some people who are willing to go and not only visit Paul and Susan and connect with them from our church, but also see what they're doing to get an update. Uh, but we did it again last January. It was sort of last minute, and we only had one couple to go, and that was uh, Zay and Amy. You know, they, I want to encourage you to go, okay? You could do it like Zay and Amy, right? They didn't suffer. They ate a lot. They were comfortable. It was clean for most part, right? It, it was like they, they made a second honeymoon out of it, right? And that's, that's fine, all right? That's what we want to do. That's what you need to do. You can do that. You don't have to suffer anymore, uh, you know, if you don't want to. <laughs> but if, if you want to, there's definitely suffering. Uh, but that, and, and so, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to, to, to expose yourself to a different culture, to get outside your comfort zones and to kind of see what they're doing. And so what we're going to do is we're gonna, I'm going to hand over the, the mic to, to Zay, and, and he's going to give us a little report with some slides, and, um, and then we'll close in some prayer for, for the mission work, okay? So I want to thank everyone for your support and um, your interest uh, for our trip. Um, you know, it, it was a really good time for uh, me and Amy. Um, yeah, we didn't suffer.